Hey everybody, do you hear the sound of that? That's the sound of betrayal. That's the sound of betrayal because my co-host Jake is unfortunately too busy to record with me today. Um, It's really not his fault. He's got a bunch of work stuff he's doing, so instead uh, I have a recording here of my brother and I. Uh, He decided to jump in and celeb host for us. Uh, and we're going to talk about some drinking games, both historical and some modern drinking games, just kind of a general topic. So I just wanted to let you guys know um, that things should go back to normal after this episode. Uh, hopefully Jake will be less busy with work uh, and we can actually start putting out some episodes on a more regular basis because I know we've uh, we've had a few delays here. So enjoy the episode. Here we go. Well, hey, little brother. Hi. Uh, yeah, I'm not here with my usual co-host today. Here with uh, here with my younger brother Noah, who's celeb co-hosting. <sighs> Old enough to drink a beer. Yeah, just barely. Okay. I'm just kidding. What are you? What are you like? 20, 28 now? Twenty nine? Yeah, like thirty seven. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, not really. Does it that at the exact same time? <laughs> um. So yeah, today we're gonna talk some drinking games. Are you are you prepared? Did you did you look anything up for for drinking games at all? As far as like, as far as what, like what drinking games I play or like what drinking games I know, what drinking games like, I like. Like literally anything. Beer darts. So that's that's my top top game. That's your top game. That's your yeah. favorite drinking game of all. That time. is my absolute. Like favorite drinking game a close second is landmines okay those are those are more yeah. obscure ones like not everybody's gonna know what what landmines are and if anybody's played beer darts they know how dangerous that game is exactly everybody everybody but, likes the typical beer pong the fucking karen of games where you just you just yeah. toss a ball into a cup and it's just the like karen mm-hmm. of games. <laughs> it's so beer darts <laughs> beer darts actually puts a little like danger into the game you know yeah yeah you end up like uh like justin with a dart in your knee because you yeah. sit like an idiot Can't play you games. built the board you built the i board built a board for that reason exactly for that reason and he ignored it and he sat like wide-legged i i blame him 100 percent for that yeah and he still blames me he's like well i know he blames you i know he blames I gotta you, sit. That's, that's, on <laughs> that's on him what's like what would you in your opinion what's the hardest drinking game you've ever played like Hardest difficulty rules wise or just difficulty skill wise? Um, I don't know. I feel like it would have to be, it's probably the same, like landmines or um, beer darts. Yeah, I, I hate landmines. Landmines is. It's, <laughs> it's very worst. easy at the beginning when it's just like you just got the one can in front of you and you're just pouring it in and then by. It's just six... slowly just becomes a nightmare of epic proportions so if anybody doesn't know what landmines is you basically you start with a cup and a beer and you spin a quarter and you have to pour the beer while the quarter is spinning into the cup and you have to pick up the quarter before it falls and if you pick it up before it falls you pass that beer to the person on your left now if the beer or if the quarter stops or falls over then you have to drink the beer and the other part of this, why it's called landmines, is because if you have an empty beer can from pouring it into a cup, you can now use that as a landmine. You spin the quarter, or somebody spins the quarter, you have an empty one, and that beer is just fucking full, and it's coming to you. 
you can take that beer and you smash it onto the quarter and it stops and you crush it and that can stays there for the rest of the game. You crush the can and the person's soul simultaneously. Yes. And you crush it as hard as you can for no reason. Because, just Because I've been there where you're like, ooh, I'm actually, I, I spun this really good. I have like poured a full cup of beer. Like I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to fuck the person next to me. And then just out of nowhere, that can comes down and slams on the quarter. And you're like, okay. The worst. Now I, now I have to finish that. <laughs> you play for three or four hours and you're spinning in a place like the size of the can. Just try not to hit one of the landmines. Yeah, yeah. Eventually, it yes. becomes like Pan's Labyrinth, and you can't spin the quarter anywhere. It's a fun game. I haven't played that in a while, actually. That's we were gonna play it at the bachelor fun. party, and we didn't play. We didn't play a whole lot of anything at the bachelor party. We we did like keg ball. We played a little bit of, of beer pong, and then the rest of the time we were playing uh, on the golf carts. Yeah, it's also hard to to manage that many people. That's true. That many drunk people. Yeah, I guess keeping them on golf carts was probably the easiest way to manage them. Yes. Albeit not the safest (laughs) to manage them. I'm just trying to think of other drinking games. Besides card games, card games are, I mean, pretty much the same. All card game drinking games are the same. You you drink the amount of the card or whatever. In my show notes here, I got some pretty cool ones, uh, some historical ones. Um, but before I can get to any of these or any of the really cool ones that I looked up, um, which just, uh, just a little bit of foreshadowing, the Russians are out of their goddamn minds. <laughs> have you they seen have... Russian shots they take at bars? They put the fucking, the helmet on you? No. Oh, it's like in Russia, um, you don't take the shot, the shot takes you. And they take like a shot glass and they just like beat the fuck out of you on the head with it. And then you drink it. Yeah, it's... It's not it's a. Nice. <laughs> it's just terrible. No, the Russian drinking games—they—they they don't have much of like, like some set rules, like where it makes a lot of sense. It's their drinking games are basically just set around like drink until you can't physically stand anymore. It's my kind of game. Before before we get to that, um, Noah's going to be helping me out with our monthly beer review. Mm. Yeah, you see, I I did get one, but then it sounded terrible. So I also picked up some uh, some Stella. Oh, okay, yeah, because that's yeah Stella Artois, well known for being better than. <laughs> yes, is, is, I think I got the right one. Is this it? Got a big pumpkin yes, on the top. Yes, yes, the pumpkin lager. Yeah, great. I don't know how this one's gonna be. I've had one pumpkin beer before. It was called Pumpkin, and it was I got it at Milwaukee Brewery. I'm a big fan um, of pumpkin to begin with. I, also, don't own a bottle opener, so I'm just using the knife. Uh, okay, well that's safe. Ow. Um, so since it's basically uh, September, which is basically October, which means it's basically Halloween, we're already in spooky season, so we're gonna be drinking uh, pumpkin beer. Ready? Oh no! <laughs> I just smelt it, did it? Yeah, I, I'm not gonna lie. It doesn't. The smell does not bode well for the taste, right? Okay. Now. Just gotta. Oh wait. <laughs> Cheers. Whip it in. Wait, Nathan. Cheers. Let's. Cheers. Yep. yep. All right. All right. Tastes like pumpkin pie. It does. It tastes like pumpkin, and then cinnamon had a baby, but they were a little too closely related. (laughs) (laughs) 
It tastes like, for everybody out there, if you want to try the beer, it tastes like inbred pumpkin babies. Yes, yeah. They didn't, uh, they didn't spread the tree very far. No, their, their tree is very, uh, looks a lot more like a stick. Yeah, it literally tastes like I'm taking a pumpkin bar, like one of mom's pumpkin bars, and then just like licking it a bunch. Not, not eating yeah. it, just licking it. No, it actually, yeah, it actually does. Like you can clearly taste the pumpkin. Um, actually, a lot less beer flavor than I thought. I was, I was expecting more beer taste to it, but like, uh, like kind of like a summer shandy where you can taste the beer, but with a little hint of lemon. But this is straight up pumpkin. It's pumpkin. So pure pumpkin. Six point like, three. Ooh, that's high for a beer. Normal, normal beer is like 4.5 to 5%. So that's that's on the high end. Yeah, still was five. Yeah, five. Um, all right. Now I can now I can properly move on uh, from the Lakefront Brewery Pumpkin Lager. Uh, that was the name of that one. And we can move into the drinking game. So, so the first one is the oldest one that I could find. It's called... Katabos, I think that's how you pronounce it. It's an old, it's ancient Greek, so who knows how you actually pronounce that. Um, so it's one of the earliest ones from fifth century BC, and it involved players throwing wine lease, which I don't know much about wine, but I guess when you make yeast or when you make wine during the fermentation process, there's like these little hard balls that form. That's like yeast particles or yeast cells that are dead. So they would take those, they were like little stones basically once they're, once they're formed. So basically rocks and they would put them in their wine cup. They would sit down on like a couch or a chair and in the middle of the room, there would be a little target and they would like use their cup to basically toss it and try to hit the center of the target. Hmm. Nice. Yeah. Nice. I don't know which Greek philosopher got really drunk one day and was like, hey, <laughs> I'm going to try to throw this rock in the middle of the room. <laughs> I bet I get closer to the middle of the room than you do. <laughs> I'm tired of just drinking a beer on my couch. Make <laughs> shit interesting and start throwing stuff. <laughs> yeah, let's start throwing stuff. Um, they had a bunch of different variations of that, but that's like the original. They're, the, the, the other variations, I, I'll leave a link in the show notes. You can check it out if you want to, but I'm not going to go into super crazy detail. One of them involved a statue in the middle of the room because everybody has a statue. Yeah, I, I, you know? I do, yeah. Like I could try to hit my statue right now, but uh, I don't no have way. a I don't have no a statue. <laughs> <laughs> not uh, not one. Uh, it might be on my registry. Uh, you got you got to put a statue on your registry. Yeah, put a lot of Otherwise, weird things on my registry. People are going to be very confused. I don't think I've looked through your registry yet. To be honest with you, I was uh, just being straight up. Probably just going to give you cash. That's kind of what I was shooting for because uh, everything on my registry is uh, tools. Yeah, because personally, like, not a lot of stuff in the registry that I actually want. Like, we've got some, like, like bed sets and, like, some really boring kitchen stuff on there, but nothing. Haley left me in charge because she, uh, she did the shower registry, so I got the wedding registry, and it is all power tools. Not even a single bed set? No. Like, a brand new blanket and sheets? Like, we, really not. You see what is behind me right now? Uh, yeah, is that... Is that a blanket just hanging? That's a blanket. Up? Yep. That was going to be my background, but it was not big enough. Is that your homemade podcasting studio? <laughs> I don't use I don't use a camera, so <laughs> that's my well, backdrop. <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm glad you don't use a camera, and we will not be showing this uh, this video. <laughs> I mean, I don't have anything on my background other than just like my apartment. But, so, okay, so I found a game. I just oh, you did. Did go for it. What's up? So it is called Airpaw. 
Oh, that's one of the ones on my crazy list. That's the yes. Russian one. Yeah. That one's like, why would you why would you do that? What's, it what's sounds terrible. Yeah, you, you, you like, take a you... beer and then you pass it around and you take a sip and after you take a sip you fill refill that yeah. with vodka and you keep going around until it's just vodka and the end of the game is you pass out. That's well, the, that is you, the end of the game. All the way through because that's not even that's not even the whole thing. Once once that goes from being vodka to being beer, then they just if nobody's passed out by then they switch it back. So you're taking um, a sip of vodka and dumping beer into or other way around. I don't remember what they said. Yeah, it's but. it's just beer beer to vodka. Beer to vodka. Then you go vodka to beer. Sip like you cup. keep going the other way around. Yeah, topping. The cup off with beer. Oh yeah, okay. So you you refill it with beer once it's vodka. <laughs> That's like it matters. And then, and then you did, like it matters. Yeah, like, <laughs> like <laughs> you're still alive at that point. There's something you That's need to terrible. seek help. You know, seek help. There's lots of numbers you can call for that kind of problem. <laughs> I have one from China though. Um, okay. From the Tang from the Tang Dynasty. Uh, so the orange juice dynasty. There's a little little '90s reference. Do you remember Tang? The drink. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so from the Orange Juice Dynasty, the Chinese Orange Juice Dynasty, they had a dice game that involved riddles. So it was like you roll dice and you tell each other riddles to to make each other drink. But what I thought was really cool. They they're so intense with their drinking games at that point that they had referees for drinking games. <laughs> with like super strict rules like if a player dropped out of the game uh they'd be labeled as a coward or even a deserter and never allowed back into the into the party again so if you ever if you said any other country besides china i would have been a little bit more surprised but you started off with this game's from china so everything after that i'm like yeah that's fine yeah yep that makes okay, sense wonder, they, they kill them after yeah that's fine yeah yeah 100 100 yeah. why, why would you not I won't even tell you the, I'll let you try to guess this next one, where the country comes from. So it's a drinking game uh, where they played with a silver wager cup that was, it was basically like a full cup of beer. Then they had another smaller cup underneath it that was attached by like strings. So it's just, there's a small cup waving underneath it that's also filled with beer or liquid, kind of unspecified. And the entire point of the game was to drink the top big cup of beer without spilling a single drop from the smaller cup underneath it. That's just why. <laughs> just you're making drinking so hard. Just, just drink know, a beer. Just drink, just drink. Just drink. Well, what do you just take a guess on what country that comes from? It's a country. Russia mm -hmm. or Australia? Nope. No. Germany. Oh, yeah. You know, you know the Germans, they, they take the drinking quite seriously. Mm -hmm. they, uh, they, they do like to get drunk. <laughs> I do want to go to Germany just to experience the drinking there. Uh, Caleb has been there a couple of times. Really? Yeah, he used to, his girlfriend used to live in Germany. So he used to spend like quite a bit of time over there. Hmm. He says it's pretty cool. So those those are the kind of the historical ones though, because that's like Germany from like from like the fifth or sixth century, like way long time ago. But I do have a list which might be the same list you were looking at before of like the craziest drinking games. Yeah, I think that's what I had pulled up. Yeah, yeah. Did it have the the South Korea napkin beer cigarette on it? 
I didn't scroll too far. The first one, I was like, I, I just want to know who actually plays these games. <laughs> I don't know. Because the napkin beer cigarette, I'm like, what's the point of this? Like, it's literally a napkin over a beer with a coin. And then everybody has a cigarette, so they're smoking. And they take turns, like, burning the napkin. Just, like, little spots burning the napkin. And whoever is the last one to burn the napkin when the coin falls in has to drink the beer. That's full of probably ash. And beer and coin. ash, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It tastes really good. <laughs> yeah, the uh, so South Korea. The Koreans are unstable at best. Germany has one called uh, Castania. I don't know how you say it in German. This one is like a physical, a physical test. So, you you and one other person, uh, they have to walk walk eight miles while finishing a case of beer, and they're not allowed to cross the finish line until all the bottles are empty. That doesn't sound good at all. <laughs> no, no. Like, like the first mile, I'd be like, I'd be super cocky. I'd be like, I can do this. I got I this. But then mile number eight, when you're, you know, 10, 15 beers in, the yeah. row, how big their cases are that they consider a case over there, but well, when you're just wasted and tired, oof. No. Have you, do you watch um, Demolition Ranch on YouTube? I do not. You do not. So, um, Demolition Ranch off the ranch, his name is Matt Carricker. Uh Every year he does, it's called the Beer Mile. So, they have, I think it's four beers. And they, everybody starts at one spot. They have to chug a beer and then they run a quarter mile and they have to chug another beer run a quarter mile, chug another beer, run a quarter mile. Like, you finish four beers and you have to run an entire mile. But you have to chug a beer every quarter. I don't know how I feel about that. Like, and he's like a fit, like, he's buff as fuck. Like, he can run. But he's like, by beer three, when you're running after a fresh beer in your stomach, yeah. ah. <laughs> like, like when we were playing kegball up north, which uh, I don't think we explained oh, it, but it it's a, it's literally kickball, but with a, a keg sitting on second base. Can't pass second base till you chug a beer, and you can't kick without chugging a beer first. And then while you're in the outfield, you have to have a beer in your hand. Um, so pretty basic, but like just running around the bases was miserable. After you just finish chugging, and then you're like, oh my god, I have to sprint right now. Not even running, you have to sprint from base to base. Ugh, I don't. It didn't help that I had a headache. Well. I, while we were playing yeah. but like just in general not not a pleasant game it was fun i just it oh, was it's a lot fun. of beer i drank fun, it was like six yeah. beers within like half an hour and i was just done after that yeah i mean and then we we tried to do a power hour after but everybody just kind of like dropped out of the power hour which yeah. i was pretty upset about because i spent so much time on that damn power hour did you like my uh did you like my little rip on you in the middle of it though which part the one where uh it was that song it's like once there was a boy and then it was like your picture on that sailor guy i do kind of i was also very intoxicated <laughs> by that point so i did well, do I just, somewhat remember that i do want that video if you if you still have it i, I will i will send it to you because yeah oh um oh. uh russia made the list again of uh craziest drinking games though I don't know if you saw this one. Tiger has come. I didn't read into it. I saw the, the title of it. I didn't read it, though. 
uh, like this one doesn't even really need a name. I don't know who named it, but the, the entire point is like one person sitting around the table will be like, Tiger has come. And then another person, or if it's just two people, the other person at the table has to go under the table and take a shot of vodka. And when they finish the shot of vodka, then the quote tiger has left and they can come up from under the table. And the game is done when only one person still has the ability to get out from under the table. That doesn't. <laughs> Why? <laughs> what? These are so complicated. Like I, even beer pong sometimes I'm like, can we just, <laughs> can we just like well, sit I mean, and beer pong has drink? Beer pong has like 80 variations. Like some yeah. people play with these rules. Some people play with these rules. And oh, it gets really annoying. But craziest drinking game I think I've ever heard uh, is from Great Britain. Um, it's called the Yachtsman Stuntsman. I don't know if you've ever heard of this one. This one's kind of famous, actually. I've heard other people talk about this one. So you take, before I talk about this one, I think another pretty crazy story about this one is was it Prince Harry? Yes, Prince Harry is actually like apparently like a champion of this game. Like he, he like he like beat a ton of people at this game, and he's like royalty. So that's crazy to me. But it was uh, the game was created by the British Royal Marines. So shocker. Yeah. Right. Um, <laughs> so you take a lemon. You take lemon juice. You squirt it into your eye. You snort a line of salt, take a shot of tequila, but you don't swallow it. You just keep the shot in your mouth. This is all happening on a boat. So you dive off one side of the boat. You swim underneath the hull, come back up the other side, climb back onto the boat, spit the tequila out into a glass or a shot glass, light it on fire, take the shot, and then the burning hot like shot glass, you suction it to your chest to give yourself like a, a circular burn on your chest. <laughs> it's the most extra well, I mean, craziest shit I've ever heard. So much. <laughs> that's like a, that's a good ten minutes to take a shot. And like you like swimming, you have to swim under a boat. Like yeah, what happens with, if you don't make it? Like, you lose, I guess. I, <laughs> I guess you lose that. You lose everything. <laughs> <laughs> you die. You miss the boat. You got to turn around. There's so many things that can go wrong there. So many. But. I just after reading that I was like that is who made that like I know it was the marines but which marine was like hey let's squirt some lemon juice into our eyes so we're blind then let's snort a line of salt so we can't breathe while also drinking a shot of tequila into our mouths and then you know instead of just doing that let's also dive underneath a boat yeah to make things more interesting make it interesting because it wasn't (laughs) already interesting snorting a line of salt Jesus Good God. I also had some a uh, little bit of history about some of the other drinking games, but they don't really have much of a history, like uh, beer pong, because um, kind of everybody claims that they created beer pong, but most places that I looked said that Dartmouth College in the 50s or 60s, that's where it started. Also, Flip Cup, not really, nobody really knows where it started, but people say it was in the Boston area. That's uh, that's about all the history you can find on those kind of drinking games because they're college drinking games and all college people are wasted and nobody remembers anything. Yeah. Like, what was that movie, Neighbors? Where they go through the history of... Oh, yeah, games. yeah. Yeah, That I was actually surprised. Like, every article I was reading through was almost exactly like 
the movie Neighbors, like yep. when they described it, it was just they all mentioned Dartmouth College. So Dartmouth probably made it. Who knows? Do you play movie or TV drinking games? Uh, me and Haley tried. Um, we played with Supernatural. I forgot the rules of it. It was like every time Dean says Sam, you take a sip. Um, every time you see Cass, take a shot. It was it was fun, but it was like you have to find the right show to watch and the right rules to play. Otherwise, yeah. it's just kind of boring. I know they have one drink. for there's one for pretty much every show, but like there's I've read through a couple like the one for The Office. Like every time um, Michael Scott does something embarrassing, you take a sip, which right there alone would get you. <laughs> yeah, episode. I do want to try the uh, the the Christmas one this year, where you put. Um, I think that you can put pretty much anything on the TV, but you put you hang a Christmas hat on the corner of the TV, and any time that fits somebody, like somebody on the show is like in the corner and it looks like it's on them, you drink. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I know <laughs> what you're talking about. You have to take a drink after when it fits somebody. Okay, I would not mind doing that. Um, right. uh, you put Christmas Law and Order on. Um, oh, let's yeah, that's, see. That's a. Uh, yeah, any other drinking games you want to mention? Because that's all I had for uh, my historical side. Slash crazy um, drinking games that uh, Russians make. Nothing really Hammerschlagen. Looks like I've never played it. What is Hammerschlagen? So there's a big log in the middle. And you get everybody stands around and then you get like a nine inch nail. And you just kind of tap it in there like a little bit so it stays. And then so, you hurt yourself today? If you suck at hammering, yeah, you're not gonna have a fun day. But ignore that. It was a it was a nine inch nails <laughs> reference. I don't even know what that is. It's a band. <laughs> Just keep going. Just keep going. Okay. Anyway. So you flip the hammer. If you flip it, you get one hit. And then if you hit the nail, you can keep going until you miss. And then you can throw the hammer behind your back. And if you catch it, you can hit it twice. Throw so you throw it like a like a behind the back beer pong shot like you throw it well, up no in no, no. front of you like, or you throw it like I'm here I throw the the hammers here I throw it behind my back and catch it with the same hand it, this that didn't work um, also also this is a podcast so that entire thing that you just tried to show <laughs> with, with a with a hand diagram and hands nobody's <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, okay hold your hands out yeah all they're gonna know is you're like, well, here here and you do this and you do this okay does everybody got that you, yeah they saw it they, they saw it with their mind <laughs> so it, you okay hold hold your hands out you have a hammer in your right hand you throw it behind your back like this no no, no like around your your right side if you're right-handed left side if you're all left-handed right. okay you throw it that way and you catch it with the same hand in front and then of you? you, yes, and then you immediately hit the nail. If you miss, you're done. You pass it to the next person. The other rule is like there's one nail in the middle, so once you hammer, oh, my bad. Hold on, back it up so you don't hit your own nail. You hit other people's nails. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this already seems so complicated. <laughs> So everything I said is the same. <laughs> you just don't hit your own nail. You hit other people's nails. Anybody actually listen to this is going to be like, oh, wait, wait, wait. All right, there's a log. There's a log. <laughs> I'm confused, and I know how to play. <laughs> All right, so, so you throw the hammer behind your back. You catch it in front of you. 
I'm assuming, so everybody else has a nail. You want to pound their nails in before yes. they pound your nails in. And then is the center nail like the final one after yes. everybody's nail is pounded in? I believe so. Okay. So it's similar. It's like a really weird version of titty ball. Yeah, pretty much. Okay. Which titty ball? We didn't even titty mention ball. that. Um, I don't want to explain those rules because that's going to take 20 minutes for me to do. I'll explain it really fast. All right. This should go well, okay. especially considering your hammer slogan. This, this one's good. <laughs> <laughs> so there's two teams that stand across from each other, but like diagonally. So like an X. You get three cups in front of you. You have to bounce the ping pong ball off the table, off your partner's chest, and they have to like drop it in the cup, like a bounce from the table off the chest in the cup. If they make it, they have to pass that beer to the person on their left or their right, I guess, the other, the other team. And then that person has to finish that beer and tippy cup that beer before they can shoot their partner and try to make their cups. It's flip cup that beer, by the way. Tippy cup. I, who calls it tippy cup? It's flip cup. It's barely flip cup. <laughs> okay. <laughs> anyway, not, not the point. I just want to make sure that people listening understand flip cup. Flippy cup, tip cup. Make the cup go from one side to the other side. Okay. Yeah. And then once all those cups are gone, or once, uh, yeah, once your cups are gone and finished and you've given all your drinks away and you have nothing in front of you, you have to double bounce it into a cup that's in the center of the table. Yes. And let's say that you, you bounce it off your partner's chest and you hit all of their cups. So every time that it is their turn, they pass the ball back to you. They don't yeah, get the double yeah. bounce if you still have cups left. Yeah. You, both of you have to have all your cups completely gone for you to bounce it, double bounce into the middle, yeah, which everybody... sounds easy, but it is impossible and it takes forever. Yeah, that, that double bounce, like when, before I had played that time that we played up north, uh, I was like, oh, yeah, double bouncing, that, that's, yeah, just whatever. It's, you can double bounce it into a cup, no problem. And then you actually try to double bounce the ball into the cup, making sure that it hits the table twice. And that gets really, really hard. It does. Especially like three, four games in when you're just, you're hammered and you can barely bounce the ball to begin with. Yeah, and you're playing on a soaking wet table from all the beer that was spilt on a like, shitty table because the table yeah, doesn't bounce like, to begin with. There's like dirt all over it. The table's warped and it's just, it's not a good situation. Definitely going to invest in the actual beer pong table this year because I'm tired of playing on the white tables that you try to bounce it and you like throw it and it just hits the table and rolls. Just make sure you get like an outdoor one. Yeah. Because most of the time, are, are we ever really playing beer pong inside? Like 90% of the time when we're playing, it's outside. True. Yeah. I, I don't know if the ones at like Spencer's are outdoor or if they're just. Pong table. Uh, I don't know. I'm sure I could like epoxy them though. Maybe, yeah. Otherwise, just like find a plastic one, uh, like an entire plastic one. If it's made out of pure plastic, then it should be fine to sit outside. It yeah, might, my... it might wear down. Like the paint might wear down, but you know, who cares if you know how to play? My awesome beard art boards from the bachelor party are already broken. They don't last long. Nope, they got rained on once, and they are already just warped. And... Yep, you, you got to bring them inside every time. They're they're just like uh, like uh, cornhole. 
tables yeah. or boards. Like you got to bring them inside. If you forget them outside once, they're never the same again. Ugh. All right. Well, that's that's, uh, that's, all, that's, I got. that's all that's all we got. Um, so thanks. Thanks, Noah, for coming in and still have hosting for Jake. Uh, hopefully, Jake will be back with us next time. Um, as usual, you can follow us on our Twitter at Midwest underscore Boredom. Um, we also have a Facebook page, so you can join there too if you want. And uh, for our first official fan, if we ever do get a listener actually listening, we still have that giveaway Jake and I are doing where we'll, uh, he'll make you a T-shirt with one of his graphic designing skills. So what if uh, I become the first fan? If you listen to every episode and become the first official fan, we'll send we'll send you a T-shirt. It's uh you probably haven't heard any of our episodes yet, but it's gonna be a rocket ship with Jake and I in the front two seats, and then you would be in the back seat with your your face like imposed on a little cartoon character, and we're all flying into outer space together to have a fun time. That sounds pretty awesome. Hold, let me find my Twitter here. Oh boy. I have Twitter. <laughs> Do you have Twitter? I apparently I have Twitter. Uh, what was it? At Midwest underscore boredom. At Midwest underscore. Um, how do you spell boredom? <laughs> B-O-R-E-D-O-M. <laughs> you illiterate idiot. <laughs> <laughs> that looks wrong. Nah, it's not it. Oh, because I, spe- I spelled it mid wrist yeah uh thank you for listening to the mid wrist boredom (laughs) podcast it still didn't come up how do you spell boredom b-o-r-e-d-o-m yeah nah my god you know what i'll i'll send i'll send you the link after we're done with the show here because people are probably if if anybody's listening right now they're like oh my god when is the show gonna be over with (laughs) (laughs) Um, if i can't find it Well, we'll uh, uh, I'll show you, and okay. and I'll show you. You probably spelled something wrong, but um, and this tradition around here, we end every episode by saying bye.